It's the Pinky the Pig Show. <laughs> okay, this is me. This is Pinky the Pig, and it's time for our podcast show. Thank you for listening to our show from all around the universe. And we know that planet Earth is listening to Pinky the Pig, where you can listen, laugh, and learn with Oink and Moo. And I'm here with my excellent friend, Mildred the Moo Cow. Hi, Pinky. How's Pinky? I'm fabulous. How are you, Mildred? I'm fabulous. Did you have a nice weekend? I had a great weekend. You did? I did. What did you do? The highlight. I'm telling you. Okay. I made a new friend. You did? It was a bird. A hummingbird. Oh. Yeah. Every time I turn around, there's this hummingbird. All weekend long. Well, what do you think? Why? Well, I did get a new dress. It's red. It has a little tutu on it. Oh, that's it. Yeah, and that's what Farmer Tommy said. Hummingbirds love the color red. So I kept, every time I saw it, I was just like, up. Oh, and I thought I named him Harry. Oh, Harry the Hummingbird. Yeah, Farmer Tommy says definitely a boy bird because it's very flashy. He had the bright red throat with the white band then under the throat. And the rest of the feathers are green. But, you know, they're sparkly iridescent. You can see blue and purple and stuff in the feathers. Very beautiful. Oh, that's the common hummingbird, sure. The ruby-throated. That's one of the most common hummingbirds. Yeah, that's, that, that was a boy bird. I named him Harry. Oh, good. Yeah, flies so fast, so pretty. And the feathers are so sparkly and iridescent. Yeah, remember we did a podcast on birds. We talked about the feathers. Yeah, what episode was that, Mildred? That was early, number 13. Yes, and we invite our listeners to go back to previous episodes. Just scroll down the title and click on the one that suits your fancy. (laughs) Right. So anyway, the hummingbird, there's not that many species that live in North America. No, that's correct. There's actually only about 20 species that come to North America and Canada, but there are, over the world, 300 hummingbird species worldwide. Well, that's a lot of different colors. Right, and the ruby-throated is the one you're speaking of. There's another one called the broad-tailed, very similar, but not only does it have the red throat, it's got some of that red patch on the tail, and the tail feather is tail tail feathers are broader. Yeah. And it makes it, the broad, the broad-tailed hummingbird makes a louder sound when it uh, is beating the wings. Well, you could hear this guy. You could hear him. And you know, they beat their wings like 80 times per second. Yeah, I couldn't count. They were going really fast. Right. And then the smaller species, they go even faster. Yeah, and then you can just hover right there in front of the flower. And they got that long, long slender beak, and they put it in the flower, and they sip the nectar, baby. Right. And do you feed them with the feeders? No, Lady Lynette's not into that. She just plants the flowers that they like. But Farmer Tommy said the, the feeders are, are okay 
if you just put the clean sugar water in there, but don't put any red dye in the in the sugar water itself. That's bad for them. But you can get those plastic feeders; they're red because you know the hummingbird. They don't. They cannot smell very. They don't have a very good sense of smell, but they they can see that bright red color, and that's why Harry liked my tutu dress. Yep. But Lady Lynette has the, you know, the perennials, the the lilies and the foxgloves and the, and the butterfly bush, of course, you know, and the hollyhocks. They like the hummingbirds like them. And then the, the, the annual flowers that grow, the petunias and the fuchsias and the geraniums. But they, they just get the real nectar at our house. Oh, very good, Pinky. And you just spoke of the flowers, the perennials and the annuals. And could you explain to us the difference? Oh, yeah, sure. The perennials are the ones that they die back in the winter, but they come back. The roots are all good. They come right back up in the springtime. And the annuals, they cannot last the winter. They die. You got to replant the annuals every spring. All right. Very good. Yeah, thank you. Oh, no, thank you for explaining. You're welcome. But regardless if it's a perennial or an annual, they're still the flower still supplies the nectar. Right, and, and the nectar, that's the sticky, sugary substance that the flower produces to entice and attract the birds and the bees and the butterflies. And that way, they go from plant to plant, flower to flower, and they pollinate. And that's how the flowers reproduce, along with vegetable flowers. Yeah, they, they get that nectar, but then they get the pollen on them and they move the pollen around. Exactly. Yeah, and that pollen is the magic yellow dust, baby. Right. And you know, Pinky, a, a hummingbird can visit a thousand flowers in one day. Yeah, they are so busy. They are going all the time. Right, and they'll eat half of their body weight each day. They have to because they, they have such a supercharged metabolism. They need all that, all of that energy. And they're so fast and their heartbeat beats 1260 beats per minute. Yeah, that's a supercharged metabolism. Right. So they live to be three to four years, which is pretty good for as, you know, high amped up that they are. Yeah, they are. But some hummingbirds can actually live 10 years. That's cool. Right, so that's their food source, the nectar. That's what they consume. That's what creates their energy. And it gives them all the power to beat their wings so fast. Yeah, that's their food. That's how they get energy. Correct. And there is one that's really super tiny. It's called a bee hummingbird. It's the tiniest of all birds. It's only one ounce, and it's not even two inches long. Yeah, they're crazy. But the one I saw, the ruby-throated, the one of the most common one. Right. And the ruby-throated can be as big as three and a half inches long. Still tiny. Absolutely. But I got to tell you, those feathers are so beautiful, brightly colored, and they're shiny and sparkly. They're iridescent, and the sun reflects off of them, and and then it, like, bounces around, and they look alive. They look like flying jewels. 
Yeah, the hummingbirds are spectacular. They're so pretty. I love Harry. Oh, good. And Farmer Tommy said they lay eggs that the eggs are the size of a coffee bean. And they usually just lay two eggs. All right. They don't, they don't take that long to become babies. They're only like 15 days. Yep. And then another week and a half and the babies are off on their own. Yeah, the hummingbird life is quick and fast. Yeah, they're very fast. You can hear their wings humming. That's why I call them hummingbirds. Yep. Okay, Mildred, time for the pretty poems now, please. All right, Pinky, we'll start here. Uh, this is an anonymous poem. Okay, yes, please. It says, The legends say that hummingbirds float free of time, carrying our hopes for love, joy, and celebration. The hummingbird's delicate grace reminds us that life is rich and beauty is everywhere, and that every personal connection has meaning, and that laughter is life's sweetest creation. Not sweet. Yeah, I gotta tell you, Harry, the hummingbird's very sweet, for sure. He, he, he says all that just by hanging out with Harry. Oh, that's nice. All right, Pinky, and here we have a little quote advice from a hummingbird. This comes from Quotes Graham. Okay, what do they say? They say, Sip the sweet moments. Let your true colors glow. Don't get your feathers ruffled over little things. Just wing it. Take yourself lightly and keep your visits short and sweet. Yeah, that's lovely. Just like Harry the lovely hummingbird. Okay, Mildred, that was a really fun talking today. I'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? Okay. I love you. I love you.